Hey guys, this is a special edition of Wrong Opinion. It's free. Uh, it's a free episode. Send it to friends. Make sure they subscribe. Patreon.com forward slash wrong OP. Uh, this is future me, and you're going to hear past me soon. Or I guess this is present me, but I recorded this podcast, and then I got this video of a friend, I guess. I don't think we're friends anymore. Uh, I had to unfollow a bunch of people. I guess the, the, the one of the main points of this podcast is uh, the virtue signalers. And this is a very well-off person who is a busybody. She's a busybody. I got this video. I'm going to put it in the beginning, and then we'll start the podcast. I just think it's funny. And you'll you'll understand the vibe of this episode based off of this one video. But again, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe, patreon.com forward slash wrongop. Get friends to subscribe. The list is growing, and I'm really happy. Tomorrow, I got John McAfee on. For now, here's a busybody. Bye. I want to come on here really quickly and just say that I'm so proud of everyone who I follow because you guys are activists and you care. And that makes me so, so proud. And to anyone who follows me, who's afraid to use your voice and speak up, don't be afraid. Uh, The time is now. And if you're afraid of losing followers or people questioning you, you don't want those kind of people following you in the first place. They don't deserve it. I've lost hundreds of people in the past few days, and I am so happy to have them out of my space because they're either racist, don't care, or it's not what they want to see on Instagram. And all of those people honestly, truly can go fuck off. As far as I see it in this situation, you're with me or you're against me. And I don't have time for you. Oh, hi, I'm Josh Lakash, and this is Wrong Opinion. It's a special edition of Wrong Opinion because I usually record on Tuesdays, but a lot is happening. A lot is happening, such as a riot is happening. Uh, Since last time I spoke to you, I think it was only in Minneapolis and some other places, uh, but then it reached West Hollywood. It reached where I I live, Uh, the Grove, Fairfax Avenue, nice areas, riots, looting, cop cars on fire, all of that. And um, those places are very, very close to where I live. And they're getting closer. Lizzo, the fat celebrity, <laughs> Lizzo, was planning to do a sit-in because she's too fat to walk. And it's a lot of work walking and marching and all that. It's easier just to sit in to the complex next door to me. And that event was canceled because her lawyers must have called her up right away and said, yo, uh, Antifa is now uh, a terrorist organization, according to the government, and this can incite violence. You can be culpable to um, loss of life or business or what have you. And uh, so she canceled it, and the, her celebrity friends canceled it. But that's not going to stop the people from coming. My building is ready, not just me. I got, I got a gun here. I got everything. Uh, I've been planning for this my whole life. Uh, not only are we ready... But the whole building is. I spoke to many residents that live here. We're all uh, texting each other, getting prepared. Uh, hopefully nothing happens. I, uh, I'm a, I, I'm, I locked my doors. I, I put some chains around everything. But um, So they canceled the event, but I still think it's going to happen. And um, it's funny because – so in the text, let me read you the texts because the events are canceled, but they're not. So it says, from a friend, accurate intel below from police contact. The plan is to overwhelm the police and then do targeted assaults on government facilities. Riot schedule. This is like camp, right? This is like camp for these people. They have a schedule. There's a nap time at 12. And then once you're all energized again, uh, you there's milk and cookies. But don't get too full on those. You'll fall asleep. No, I'm kidding. So here's a schedule. Riot schedule Monday, June 1st. Van Nuys, Van Nuys City Hall, 8 a.m. Westwood, Wilshire, Veteran, 2 p.m. Uh, Hollywood Hill, Sunset Boulevard, and Crescent Heights, 4 p.m. So I'm recording this podcast about three and a half hours before. Uh, I, I probably will release it 
around the time these things are supposed to start happening, if they do happen, I'll probably live stream it on Periscope. Yes, I was banned, but I made a new account for Wrong Opinion. So if you have Periscope, it's at Wrong Opinion on Periscope. Uh, I don't care if you guys follow me there, but that's probably where I'll live stream today if from today if uh, anything happens. Uh, then it goes on to Brentwood, Barrington, and Wilshire, 4 p.m. Beverly Hills, also 4 p.m. Beverly Hills has a um, curfew starting at 4 p.m. and 1 p.m., so in 20 minutes from now, they're going to have a curfew for their stores as well. So um, that being said, that being said, I... Um, I uh, I saw a video of a guy who was one of the organizers for the event today, the event, the protests, the protests today. By the way, I was at Trader Joe's yesterday, which is near me, and uh, I asked them, hey, are you guys going to be open tomorrow? And the lady's like, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're still figuring it out. And I said, don't. Don't open tomorrow. And she thought I was thre- threatening her. Uh, I was just trying to be a good neighbor. <laughs> um, so... So where where was I? The um, oh yeah, so this this guy who's a dancer, what I a trend I've noticed is that these these people who all races, all color, all all creeds, everyone, everyone's virtue signaling. It's a virtue signaling Olympics right now, and we this guy's this guy can maybe win silver. I don't think he's gold, but he could win silver. He you know if he had a larger following, maybe he could win gold. Um, but he's a dancer and he was one of the plant, one of the organizers and he puts out this five and a half minute video of himself crying that the event, and by the way, fake tears, fake tears, get, we need better actors here. I don't like this. I don't like, if you're going to do this, be better, be better, do better. He wrote, I am deeply sorry to those who are planning on attending, on attending today's protest. Hear me. This is the truth. And I stand behind my decision to protect the lives of my people and those who show up in support of my people and the cause to save our lives, not put them in harm's way. I love how these people say my people. Um, again, it's like it's like these words that they make us say, right? So we can't say black anymore. I mean, I guess still we, we can, but they now prefer either African-American or people, person of color, which I think I find those kind of racist. How about we're all American, right? And then it's and then when we have that mindset, it's going to be harder to separate us and to to divide us. So uh, that was the caption and the video is five and a half minutes of him crying. I'll play you 30 seconds of it because th- this this is a. This is a way these people indulge themselves. It's overindulgence. It's a it's a form of narcissism. It's like I care. I care too. And then someone has to outdo him. I also care too. Uh the guy from Chromio did a video also, which maybe I'll play for you. Let me let me play this one. All the vi- I have like 30 videos saved for this podcast and they're all jumbled. But it's okay. Where is it? Uh Amazon, Antifa Bricks, MMA fake crying. Here is the video. Fake crying. Let's listen. He's trying to work himself up to cry. Look at the video. <laughs> you know they do. They um they try to hold their breaths, their breath. They work themselves up. It's like a kid when the kid wants to cry, they work themselves up to cry. 30 seconds in. Really pushing for those tears. He just wants to protect people. Oh. Tears are tears are coming. Oh, no. That's enough of that. That's enough of that. But you get the idea. The fake crying. Um, he did a better job than the other ones I've seen. Uh, with uh, I've seen a few friends friends of a friends, you know? And they uh, they didn't do a very good job. Um, but Dave, Dave One, I guess is his name. I used to kind of know this guy back in the, back in the DJ days. And uh, these guys are all lightweight. 
Um, so he had a whole PSA. So it's a, it's a <laughs> lanky, tall dude, Dave One, who I could beat up if I had one arm tied behind my. I could beat him up. But let's hear. Whatever would we do without Dave One's opinion on this? Oh, I love the donations. This this is a huge money maker, by the way. By the way, Patreon.com forward slash Rongo P. Amplify the voices of the communities currently being oppressed. What what planet are their voices not amplified? All I hear are their voices. <laughs> Where are the voices of, of, of us? You know, the oppressed whites. If we can unite the privileged people and give privilege to people without privilege, this is getting very confusing. Their rules are very confusing. So then it's then he has a whole thing of like a over white supremacy pyramid. So on the tippy top is like lynching and hate crimes and blackface. The blackface? Blackface is the third thing? I don't think blackface is a bad thing. We had celebrities do blackface up until five years ago. Uh the, the fucking the Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. Blackface is not hateful. I don't know where this idea came from, but blackface is not hateful. So blackface comes before the N-word and before swastikas and neo-Nazis and burning crosses, racist jokes, racial slurs, KKK. And then underneath that, so that's overt white supremacy. Underneath that is covert white supremacy, like calling the police on black people. Again, who commits crimes, guys? It's not like people are just looking out their window at a black person and calling cops. That narrative is fake. It's false. White silence. Colorblindness. Uh, you can't win with these people. The rules are harder than a handbook for... Uh, I don't know what's, what's the most complicated thing you can buy, and then it, it comes with the instruction manual, and uh, only autistic nerds really love to go through that and learn everything piece by piece and everyone else just throws that away right away but this is what this is their rules are it's it's impossible to follow so uh that was that then um white privilege is real take a minute to consider a black person's experience today i can go birding i can go jogging what is birding is that bird watching birding isn't a thing it's called bird watching retards uh, I can relax in the comfort of my own home. Again, again, black on black violence is through the roof. Look, look at the fucking stats, guys. You create this fake narrative, and this white guilt. It's it's gross. The the white hatred is gross. Uh, the only way to solve these problems is if people looked at these problems head on without the bullshit. So if people actually confronted. Uh, why are the statistics like this? Why is black-on-black -black violence so high? Maybe the war on poverty wasn't such a good idea. Uh, maybe then after that, it would be harder to manipulate black communities. It would be harder to convince them that looting is a good thing. And maybe uh, maybe crime in those neighborhoods wouldn't be so wouldn't be such a problem. Maybe maybe the father would stay home and not join join a gang and go to prison. Maybe uh, people would get married and have honest jobs. Maybe that would be the case. But because we have these virtue signal signalers and all that, uh, then we're not going to ever have change because their narrative is of a reality that doesn't exist. So uh, speaking of that, I love instant karma. So I tweeted, I said, social scientists have now deduced life comes at you fast happens within 24 to 48 hours. So this NBA player... <laughs> Uh, retweeted a picture just um, three days ago. He, it's a re retweeted a picture of a building on fire, engulfed in flames in Minneapolis. He wrote, "Burn that shit down, burn it all down." Uh, and then, not under forty-eight hours later, under forty-eight hours, he says, uh, "They just attacked our sister community down the street. It's a gated community, and they tried to climb the gates. They had to beat them back, then destroyed a Starbucks and." 
are now in front of my building. Get these animals the fuck out of my neighborhood. Go back to where you live. That kind of sounds a little racist to me, don't you think? That sounds very hateful, NBA player who escaped ghetto and now lives in gated community. Um, that sounds very racist. And it's uh, with that, where are we going to go? Where, where, how are we going to be able to move forward with that kind of um, attitude? So uh, there's a ton that I have to go through, by the way. And this is stuff only saved from the past couple days. And I want it to be as relevant as possible. Um, but one of the other things which goes to the video of the guy crying is if you are a sane person like me and you live in an insane world, so then everyone around you thinks you're insane, but you're really the sane one, uh, you've probably started to unfollow many people on your social media, on Instagram and all that. Most of the virtue signaling is coming from Instagram, and uh, I've had to unfollow people that I know personally, not just random people I follow, but people I know personally. And uh, this is an example of everything that everyone is posting. So uh, because now posting pictures of uh, your food on social media is racist, someone uh, posted, before posting a selfie or a picture of what you're eating for dinner or your friends by a pool, remember that in doing so, you are actively acknowledging that you have the freedom and time to care about other things outside of the urgent fight for racial justice. <laughs> you can't win with these people. So be careful about what you're choosing to say in this space right now and ask yourself, could the real estate I'm about to occupy on the internet be better suited to something more helpful? Yeah, ask yourself these things before you post an innocent picture of the food you're eating. Do that. Do that for me or else you're a racist. Um, but the funny thing about this, though, is they love talking about their spaces. Um, the amazing thing about the internet is the real estate that you occupy on the internet is infinite. You're not, if you post a picture of something you're enjoying at the moment that has nothing to do with Black Lives Matter or racial justice, uh, you're not taking away that space for something that could have been for your cause. And also, I'm so fucking sick of all these posts for Black Lives Matter and, and what you should be doing. And, and if I wasn't pregnant, I would be out on the front lines with you. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Don't tell me how to live my life. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And, and, and that's it. That's all I can say. I am going crazy. So maybe I am the crazy person. But the thing is, is that so I was fed up and I was like, OK, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to post statistics. <laughs> I'm going to post I'm going to post some simple facts for you because the cops aren't out there hunting black people. It's not a thing. It hasn't been a thing for a very, very long time. Definitely not in my lifetime. Um, and I posted. Um, where is this? All right. Uh, it's a very simple statistic. Number of people shot to death by the police. In the United States from 2017 to 2020. Now, instead of reading all these things for you, let me just tell you the average deaths per year. And I'm gonna, I'm not going to go into Hispanics or, or Asians or whatever. Whites and blacks. The average for whites is 300 a year. Death by cop. The average for blacks is 150. Now, you're going to say, well, despite being 13% of the population, the bl black people are 13%, 13 to 15% of the population. So um, that's a high number. There's a ton more white people. And then I would say, yes, but who is committing the crimes? <laughs> um, so I posted that stat. And then on, on my personal Instagram, which is a lot of liberals uh, follow me there. People I know, too. And uh, I said, I see a lot of you posting really virtuous takes. Not seeing any stats, though. I wonder why. The moment you break down stats, uh, the moment their narrative falls apart, the moment that everything they've been fed is a complete lie and they are all they're they're all full of shit. They're all full of shit and they're all just virtue signaling and they hate themselves so much for being white and wealthy. So I uh, posted that and then I said people are protesting slash riding against the existence of statistics. That's that's what it comes down to. We've manipulated the, the George Soroses, the Antifas, the Black Lives Matter, the race baiters, the politicians, all these people have convinced a rabid, uh, 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 fanatical segment of the population that rioting and protesting is okay and don't look at the statistics because those, uh, those are racist. 
But look at who commits the homicides, the violent crimes, and all of that, and you're going to see a disproportional amount of them are not white. And especially if you look at black-on-black violence and uh, the violence committed against blacks to begin with, and then uh, who commits crimes against white people. So uh, let's, uh, let's be a little bit honest with each other. So I posted that, and uh, I... Uh, what did I, I... I don't remember tweeting. My Instagram friends are a lot more liberal than my Twitter friends. Uh, so then someone wrote, because this stat doesn't show how many of those were wrongful deaths, it's a stupid stat. I said, okay... I'm surprised blacks aren't killed more considering leading the country in violent crimes and murder. And then he says it's almost like an entire sec- section of the population would rather handle things themselves than calling in a militarized authority figure. Um, all right. Again, he doesn't know about black on black violence. I let that slide. But I said it's almost like an entire segment of the population is retarded. Um, and then finally, I posted a, a innocent meme, but that was the straw that broke the camel's back with this person. This person I used to know from Miami as well. Uh, I posted the the this the picture of Kendall Jenner giving a Pepsi to a cop, and then I said Hollywood, and then I posted a picture of a white girl leave, looting and leaving a Starbucks with a Coke in her hand, and she looks all haggard and gross. And uh, I said, this is reality. So it's Hollywood reality. That's what That was a straw that broke the camel's back with this person I used to know. She wrote, God, I truly hate you. What happened to you? Or I just never really knew you. Sad. Um, yeah, I guess you didn't really ever know me. Or maybe I haven't seen you in 10 years and people grow and change. You know, I, I look at things a little bit differently now. I used to be an ally for all of you guys. When I was more libertarian, I used to be an ally. Uh, but you hate us. That's it. You hate us. So, um, yeah, with, with this person, God, I truly hate you. I thought hate had no home here. Whatever happened to that? I guess I guess it's uh, the rules don't apply if, if you're on their side. Now, okay, let's get to the meat of, of, of all, everything because most of this will now be videos. And, um, and I, I, before anything... Actually, this video is a little bit of a of an outlier. It doesn't really have... I mean, it, I guess it has a lot to do with what I was talking about. It's a four-second clip. It was really a minute long, but I cut it to this four seconds because I thought it was telling how delusional these people are. And uh, where is this? <laughs> uh, where? White neighborhoods. Yeah. So this is a black guy on CNN. Go in a white neighborhood and feel safe. I want to be able to go to white neighborhoods and feel safe. Um, you can. I don't know who told you you can't. It's your neighborhoods that you're mostly in danger. I mean, like, you live there. Don't you realize this? White people aren't hunting black people down. You know what I've noticed with all these protests? Protests. The riots and the looting and all that and the violence is uh, I have not seen any black people get beat up by white people. What I have seen is... Um, scrawny white dudes who i don't know why you're out there to begin with by themselves again go in groups they're in groups you should go in groups um being surrounded and beat the fuck out of a couple guys almost near death um it's not a fair fight if you want to go beat up a white guy rioters uh choose one guy choose one guy to fight him make it a fair fight i'm all for fighting if you're that angry go do it Make it a fair fight. Don't gang up on one person. I have yet to... By the way, in the 33 years of existence, I don't think I've seen a video of a group of white people go beat up a black guy. I just haven't seen it. It's That's not the America we live in anymore, guys. It's it's You're holding on to the past that just doesn't exist anymore. Um, so that guy, that guy's safe. That guy is safe if he goes... Actually, go to white neighborhoods. You'll be the most safe in your whole life. Um, but again, remember I mentioned the meme I made with the, the Pepsi Kendall Jenner thing. Uh, I want to rewatch that, that commercial because honestly, I think Pepsi could have stopped this whole thing and, and I wouldn't have a wrong opinion show. I wouldn't have, uh, the podcast. I wouldn't be show- talking about riots or the riot riots. You'd be like, what, what, what riots? We live in a perfect utopia. Everything's amazing. Uh, so I think Pepsi could have stopped this. I think that they made this ad knowing that they could have stopped it 
and they didn't do shit. So they made this ad and they didn't do anything. Let's rewatch it. Racism, racism's over. There we go. Everyone's cheering. Multicultural crowd. Everyone's amazing. Everyone has nose pierced. Uh, a Muslim hugging a black person. Racism is ended. The cop looks to their cop and is like, I'm happy now. I just had this 45 gram sugar drink. Everything's amazing. Live bolder. Pepsi. They could have stopped this. Live louder. Pepsi. They could live for now. Live for now. Uh, they could have stopped this and they didn't. So, you know, because companies are people now and uh, they all uh, they all have to chime in on everything. And if they don't, people will complain. For instance, the NHL put out a whole thing about racism yesterday. The National Hockey League, because we were all waiting for them, for their opinion. Uh, so they put one out and then teams in the NHL then released the same statement. And there was half of them didn't. The team I like, the Florida Panthers, did not. So thank you, Florida Panthers, for not cucking. Um, but then there were people complaining. There were people keeping tabs. Oh, th this list of teams did not say anything. Why do we need to have companies have an opinion on anything? Make the fucking product. Sell it to us. That's it. I don't need to know your opinion on anything, uh, Nike or Bratz or Amazon. I don't need to know your opinion. Gay month should stop. Black History Month should stop. We're all Americans, and let's and let's we like buying shit, and that's it. Do I need to know what Amazon thinks about anything? No. So Bratz, though, uh, Bratz put out something. Now we were all holding our breath for Bratz, the the dolls, you know, to put out um, a statement con uh, concerning George Floyd and the black community and racism in this country. So finally, Bratz has spoken out. And let me read you this um, this thing. It says, our hearts break for George Floyd and the black community. Now, we all know George Floyd. We all know him. He was a dear friend of ours, and the cops killed him. He was a huge Bratz fan. So for Bratz to put out a statement, guys, this is, it, it, it's going to make me cry. You know, it's not fake tears. It's real tears, like the, the videos that I showed you before. And Bratz, he loved Bratz. I remember George Floyd talking about Bratz dolls. So Bratz has always been and always will be about diversity and inclusivity. Thank you. I'm about... I, take all my money, Bratz. Take all my money. Uh, it is all of our responsibility to take a stand against racism, and we can't call ourselves inclusive while staying silent about these social injustices right in front of us. Thank you, Bratz. You know... Um, we all know that that cop fucked up killing George Floyd. That's not really a debate. <laughs> but what is a debate, and what I find amazing, is that people can go into the mind of a guy and immediately just say, oh, it was racism. Racism killed George Floyd. It wasn't the fact that he might have had heart problems, might have been on drugs. He might have not even been asphyxiated at all, and it could have just been a whole misunderstanding or just a, just a shitty cop. It was racism. We all know it. We all can go into the mind of that cop. Um, if you are if you are neutral in situations of injustice, you have chosen the side of the oppressor, Desmond Tutu. So they quoted Bratz Dolls clo quoted Desmond Tutu. Um, you know, we've had some great thinkers in our time, even before our time. But we we we've had some great thinkers in human history, and. Um, I honestly, and I know that this is this is kind of quick. This is a quick decision, but I think that t history will will show that I am right. Uh, I think br the marketing team within the Bratz brand is uh, should be up there in in great thinkers of our time. I think that the Bratz, you know, company or the 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 marketing, maybe the whole company, because you know it's a collective. Uh, they're they should be up there with with um. Plato, Aristotle, so it should be Plato, Aristotle, uh, uh, some might say Nietzsche, I, I'm not really a fan, and then Bratz, maybe Bratz is like number three or four, but I think I think it's safe to say Bratz is really up there. Please sign the Justice for George petition in our bio. Thank you, Bratz. So the next two are great because videos come with them. 
Now, um, many people up until now have hated Amazon because uh, they exploit workers and they are shutting down small businesses who can't compete and all that. Look, I still am a fan of Amazon. I buy most of my shit off Amazon, but I sympathize with people who hate them. But it's funny how you can just you know switch on a dime. Is that the is that the thing? Switch on a dime, um, because they put out a statement that I think you know. Now everyone loves Amazon. Uh, Amazon wrote. They tweeted, "The inequitable and brutal treatment of black people in our country must stop." Um, what year is this? Oh, we're in twenty twenty. I think it did stop. But let's continue. Together, we stand in solidarity with the black community, our employees, our uh, customers and partners in the fight against systemic racism and injustice, Amazon. Thanks, Amazon. Racism is defeated. They put that out. And then the same day in Santa Monica Boulevard, there is an Amazon truck being looted by what looks like mostly black and Hispanic people. (laughs) Uh, even white people, like, you know, I've seen white people loot. Yep. Uh, Amazon Prime, the driver is nowhere to be found, and it's being looted. So, by the way, I got an Amazon package yesterday. Thank God it wasn't looted, but the cable I ordered just, uh, it wasn't, I have to return it. So, you know, there you go. Thanks, Amazon. So, then Nike, Nike put out a statement. Let's all be part of the change. Hashtag until we all win. So Nike put that out. And um, before I play you their video, no, I'll play you their video first. The Nike ad. So it says, and I love the piano for once. Don't do it. Ah, just do it. Don't do it. Uh, Don't pretend there's not a problem in America. (laughs) Um, Don't turn. You're back on racism. This is fun. Don't accept innocent lives being taken from us. Don't make any more excuses. Don't think for yourself. Don't think. Uh, this doesn't affect you. Yeah, it does. The riots are going to come to my area today. Don't sit back and be silent. Don't think you can't be a part of the change. I don't want to be a part of this. Let's all be part of the change. Let's all do it. So Nike put that out. Very beautiful. I got goosebumps. Look, I don't believe in any of that ad at all. I think it's complete bullshit. But the the manipulation, I got goosebumps because of that ad. Uh, It's kind of like movie trailers. They, 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 They know how to manipulate you and make you emotional. We're all emotional beings. We, we can be manipulated so easily. So Nike um, put that out. And again, this same day, there was Nike looters here. Smashed windows. I think this is in Chicago, but it also happened to other Nike stores. Uh, where are the white supremacists? I can't see the white supremacists in the, this video. Uh, uh, one person almost fell. Uh, they're all running out with a shit ton of stuff from Nike. I guess that's the change they were talking about, right? That's that's what they were talking about. Uh, so that's very nice. So now there's a, 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 a very passionate video that this Black Lives Matter group put out. It went viral. Uh, someone wrote, I was so moved by this, so I'm sharing it. So I watched it. I was moved, and I want to share it with you guys too. And don't laugh. So it's it's a it's a pretty lengthy video, but um, I uh, where is this? There it is. So um, don't laugh at this. This is not a joke. And uh, I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's long. Those people who are in positions of power, I don't give a damn if they burn down Target. 
because Target should be on the streets with us calling for the justice that our people deserve. Where was AutoZone at the time when Philando Castile was shot in a car, which is what they actually represent? Where were they? Where were they? So if you are not coming to the people's defense, then don't challenge us when young people and other people who are frustrated and instigated by the people you pay, you are paying instigators to be among our people out there throwing rocks, breaking windows, and burning down buildings. And so young people are responding to that. They are enraged. Yeah, where was AutoZone? I've I've asked that question many times in my life. You know, when when, um, I've never actually been to an AutoZone, but but uh you know when i've been broken up with before i was like where where was autozone when that happened i when i was in tears when i was crying in the shower where was autozone um i've asked myself when um my grandfather died you know he's a world war 2 vet for he fought for the russians when he died where why why didn't autozone show up to the to the funeral and and again i'm getting teary eyed right now thinking of where was autozone so I'm I'm with them. They are they're absolutely right. Where was AutoZone? I don't know. Guys, it doesn't stop here. We're only 30 something minutes into this podcast, but it doesn't stop here. Bobby Hundreds who I used to email. <laughs> I've never met him in person, but he was a friend of a friend and I tried to do something with him in business years ago. He's the guy who owns uh Hundreds, the brand Hundreds. And they have a store on Fairfax, which uh, Fairfax is completely done. The whole street is devastated. That's where Supreme is. That's where uh, Tyler, the creator store is. That's where all these stores are. So they have a store. And uh, the dumbest take I got was from Bobby Hundreds, who's the CEO of Hundreds. He said he posted a picture of his storefront with a billboard that says, we miss you because they had to be closed for Corona. Uh, engulfed in flames in the front of it. The street is in flames. And uh, so it's a pretty ominous picture. And uh, he said, keep protesting. And then he wrote this whole thing that I have to read to you because it's the dumbest take I've seen thus far from someone who is as big as he is. He wrote, I grew up here. We found our community here. We established our brand here. So This is emotionally very difficult to watch and process, but I am not angry about the devastation. When commentators ask how I can condone rioting and looting, I categorically do not. I mean, he is, though. Um, Yet, I am not surprised. When people ask why I'm not upset that my business is impacted or my neighborhood pillaged, I tell them that my disgust over injustices in this country eclipses any other temporary feeling. Don't ever stop protesting. I never said rioting or looting. Dissent is a bona fide American act. Use your voice. People died for that right. Stand up for yourself and others. Even if you bring the fire to my doorstep, I will stand in it with you. The self-hatred here, guys, is... I mean, I guess it's not surprising. And this. Is anyone truly surprised that 2020 looters would not set fires or uh, or rob banks? Instead of opting to steal bear bricks and sneakers, I don't know what bear bricks is, uh, we feed these kids this bullshit all day. Convince them, convince them that they need things they don't. <laughs> uh, that they are not enough without a brand on their back. Dude, this is how you make your money. And also, consumerism is not anything new. This is not why we have rioters and looters, by the way. Um, we taught them to value hoodies above their relationships, their financial education, their careers. So where will they run first in the night? It's not the bookstores. Books also aren't really worth anything um, other than the knowledge you get from them. Uh, disclaimer, for, uh, disclaimer. first, I don't speak for all shop owners. This is my personal opinion and perspective. Second, I am aware that my shop is not my entire livelihood. Third, I have turned off comments, not because I'm unwilling to debate, but because I'm tired of the cowards who log into alias accounts to jab. You guys are fucking annoying. And then he says Black Lives Matter. Um, Dude, 
I'm not going to dissect that. Uh, there's more I want to go through. But I think, um, what about this store's owner, Bobby? What about this store's owner? Where Where is this video? Because uh, I think that rather than me dissecting all of this, uh, it's, it's important to hear this person of color, her opinion. Yeah, what about that? I don't think it's her shop, but it's the place she shops at. What about that? Do you care? Do you care about that? Uh, your message was empty, Bobby. Your message was empty and retarded. Um, there was another thing that I guess doesn't really apply. There was an article that was on the front page of Drudge today. It says BET founder says that we should give fourteen trillion dollars. I don't know how he got that number. I'm always, I'm always uh curious how how people find that specific number like not 13 trillion not 10 trillion not even 1 trillion that's you know that's too little but 14 trillion dollars for slave reparations um where would that money come do i pay for that i'm um first generation american i guess i'm first right or second my parents weren't born here but they immigrated here so am i first or second i don't remember Either way, we had nothing to do with slavery. Either way, slavery existed throughout human history. Everyone has enslaved everyone. Um, I don't see Brazil playing, pay, paying for uh, reparations. They they 90% of the slave trade went to Brazil and then to the Caribbean. We got less than 10% of the slaves. Who sold the slaves into slavery? Uh, was it other black people? Was it the, the heads of the tribes in Africa? Was it them? Um, why is this still an issue? We had Japanese in internment camps in the 40s. Do, do we hear them complaining? Uh, so so how does this work? Why do you guys get reparations? What about, I'm a Jew. Should I get reparations from Egypt or that was too long ago? Or the aliens who made us build those pyramids? I'm pretty sure it was aliens who made us do that. And then the Egyptians were like the middlemen. Um, but I'm not really a his history buff, so I, I don't really know. Um, so... There's a ton more videos, and um, this one caught my eye. And it's a white lady who tries stopping looters. Um, is it this one? No. <laughs> is it... All the videos I gave them basically the same name. Oh, yeah. So um, she she her main concern is that Trump is going to re-win. Is going to win the, the re-election. Re-win. Uh, so let's hear what she has to say. And this is a lot of people have been calling her a Karen, and 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 I guess that's true. This is gonna get Trump reelected. Please stop. Think first. Do not get Trump reelected for your behavior. Please, Santa Monica. Please, we don't want Trump reelected. Please don't do this. We're only gonna want him back because of your. She's right, you know. This will get Trump reelected. Also, I love this thing that they do. Um, women tend to do it. Also, gay black dudes tend to do it. Um, I guess it's an effeminate thing, but when, when you're trying to get a point across, they do this thing where they, they go like, please don't loot. They do claps in between. So people not only use the emojis when they're clapping at you when they're talking, but they do it in real life. Um, it's really fucking gay. So, so her whole thing is that the looting isn't that bad. She's, I guess she's pro looting, but, but, um, not, not when Trump is president because it's only going to embolden his base. True. And, uh, he's going to win again. So that's her main concern. It's not the shop owners. It's not, it's not just the, the morality of looting, looting to begin with and rioting. It, it, it's more, ha it more has to do with her selfish desire to, uh, not get Trump reelected. 
it's funny that in the midst of chaos, these people are still so um, enamored with their with their views, and they're so uh, their hatred for someone like Trump. It, it just it just gets heightened, you know. That they 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 look they're there. This is not someone online. She is witnessing looting, and she still is is uh, holding on to her beliefs that orange man bad, orange man worse than looting. It's just funny. It's cute. Very 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 very, very cute. Um, and there's a uh, the the the. The polar opposite of that video is this old lady. She's trying to protect her store from violent looters. Um, I don't know if there's sound on this. No, there isn't. So I guess if I do a video version of this podcast, you'll see. But there, she, the, she has more balls than I've seen most people have. She's three or four, no, four or five black dudes with um with two by fours are trying to smash into her store, and she's standing in front of it. Someone threw a ladder at her right now, and uh, she 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 has a... Oh, shit, and then they beat the shit out of her. Great, that's an old lady. You're beating a shit out of an old, old lady. This will only make people more racist. And then they're hitting her with a two-by-four. Okay, so it's two against one. She's still standing, by the way. She is strong. And the video cuts out. I'm just going to assume she died because it looked like that that's what their plan was um also the the antifa so it's not only the black lives matter people who are rioting and all that it's it's a combination of black lives matter opportunistic young people who who just you know have this aggression and they don't care they don't care about anything they don't care about pub, uh, public and private property uh, they don't think that far ahead. It's instant graphic gratification to want to destroy. That's why progressivism in general, it's about destruction. That, that was one of my main points in the abortion debate. It's easier to destroy than to create. Modern art. Modern art is about destruction. It's about vulgarity. It's about shock value, which only lasts for a second. And then the art itself is just meaningless and soulless and pointless. But when you look at something chiseled out of um, a slab of marble that to this day is still standing and still beautiful or amazing architecture compared to uh, just this modern garbage, uh, it, 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 it's, it really can go down to this, the destruction of property rather than the pr- preservation of it. I've seen videos of coming out of Minneapolis the day after the riots, and it's a bunch of white people cleaning up with their children. And then I'll show you a, a video of uh, someone bringing their child to these riots and protests and what have you, and uh, it's traumatizing. How are you going to make a better person? Are you going to take them into violent situations or the aftermath of violent situations to clean up? Which person's going to be better after that? So um, Antifa is involved in this. It's not just Black Lives Matter. It's not just opportunistic people who just want destruction. Uh, Antifa is funded top-down. Trump just designated them a terrorist organization. And he should have done this a while ago, but glad he did it now. So um, bricks have been popping up everywhere where these prote- these protests are happening, which is inc- and they're encouraging people to to be violent. There's a there was a video of an Antifa guy giving uh, money to random black people, and uh, Trump reposted that today on Twitter. But um, I want to get into some good stuff I've seen. There's an MMA guy who is disarming uh, Antifa people. Give me the spray can. Uh, Give me the spray can. It's not the way, man. Give me the spray can. Give me the spray can. John Bones Jones took spray paint cans away from lanky white Antifa dudes. And they gave it to him because he's so huge and imposing. And they are so weak and cowardly. So he he posted that video and he goes, is this shit even about George Floyd anymore? Why the fuck are you punk ass teenagers destroying our cities? As a young black man, trust me, I'm frustrated as well. But this is not the way. We are starting to make a bad situation worse. If you really got love for your city, protect your shit. All you old heads need to speak up. Call your young family members and tell them to come home tonight. 
I like that message. I like that message. There was another video of um, uh, these white Antifa people driving by a, uh, a black lady trying to give her a brick. see more of that i like that i'm on that person's side so it's not just a black and white thing i'm on i'm on everyone who's good's side but uh, you start noticing patterns and i don't like i don't like what i'm seeing but that is good um and and this brings me to what i just mentioned before stop bringing your kids to these sorts of events and i've been saying this for years for everything for the feminist protests for the environmental protests for any fucking protest even ones i agree with stop bringing your kids it's fucking dangerous especially these ones um there's this girl little girl who is uh he she got she got pepper sprayed where are you don't bring your kids this it's traumatizing yeah that's not really a good thing to do i say stop bringing your kids to these things um there was a again another antifa thing this this <laughs> this video is actually one of the cooler ones i've seen uh, a car, a cop car is on fire, and uh, an Antifa guy takes uh, AR-15 out of the car. I mean, if you've seen any cop cars, they have shotguns, they have AR-15, they have all the, th the things. And uh, this guy takes one out, and then this wasn't an undercover cop who disarmed him. It was a, a, a citizen who was open carrying, and it's fucking amazing how quickly he disarmed this person. It was, a, it, it, I mean, it's incredible. I loved it. Patrol vehicles that is parked right behind it. So that's the fear here with uh, these vehicle fires is it could spread to some other nearby vehicles. Also a concern about that uh, building that is nearby. Uh, and it appears as if there's some folks that are trying to. All right. It, it looks like there's some type of weapon there. We're going to break away from that shot there. I'm not sure who that person is, but obviously a very uh, scary and fluid situation. Yeah, they didn't break away in time. That was amazing. The guy disarmed him so quickly, and his his um his control, his his trigger discipline, and everything. It's like a movie. It was like John Wick. It was really cool. So um, again, you probably couldn't understand what was happening in that video based on uh the description by the news. But if you're, I'm 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 hoping I can make this into a video and also post it on the Patreon. Uh, with that, I'm gonna leave you with a couple things. So. These things have been getting out of control. And uh, no one cares about history anymore. No one cares about um, statues and, and, and um, monuments or anything. You, you, you've probably seen all the videos of everyone spray painting everything. And I think that the only, the only way... What's the point of having a government if they can't protect us, if they can't protect our property... Um, I'm 100% pro-Second Amendment. I am against any form of regulations or rules against the Second Amendment. You go, well, what about if you're crazy and all that? I, I, I give that power to the stores if they sell to someone uh, who they think is crazy. I think it should be on them. Uh, but I don't think that there should be any restrictions. Sorry. I'd rather have more good people with guns than bad people. And, and, and we need to live in a society that... Um, that reveres the second amendment as much as the first amendment and both are dying. So, um, because we're in this mess, uh, we give, we gave all the power to the cops and they're overwhelmed, but not only are they overwhelmed, but they are not acting on anything. 
because they don't want to be held accountable for another death by cop situation. They don't want this to get worse. So they think standing down and showing signaling to everyone that they have no power uh, is a good thing. I think that that's a bad thing. I think that that's, that's probably the most dangerous... Um, that's the most dangerous uh, uh, signal you can send out to anyone. So I think that cops should be allowed to use lethal force. I think rioters should know this going in. They should know that that they can die doing this, that, that, that it's dangerous. Rioting is dangerous. So if they knew the rules of engagement, I think that this would die right away. I think that the riots would end right away if, if they knew cops could, could use lethal force. And if citizens could use lethal force, um, this would end right away. That's how you solve this problem. So I said, if that were the rule of engagement, the riders would know they weren't free to cause chaos without uh, repudiation. Vagueness breeds more unrest. So when we're all vague about the rules and we're basically signaling that that being violent and, and, uh, and all that is okay, then it's going to continue and continue getting worse. Um, but back back to what I was saying with regards to the monuments and all that, nothing is sacred anymore. Uh, CNN, who should be held accountable for inciting these sorts of things, they 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 blew the coronavirus out of proportion. They were champions of keeping people inside, not letting businesses reopen, re- reopening like the governors and mayors of major metropolitan areas and blue states. Uh, they, they, their main goal to do this is to harm Trump, harm the nationalist movement. And th- it's pretty much globalism. That's what they're promoting. They want this country to fail under, under Trump. And that's why they're, they're making all of these situations worse. So, uh, Don Lemon says, and CNN says he's not pro rioting or looting, but perhaps this is a good mechanism to restructure our, cu- our country. So while cities are in flames, this is what this motherfucker says. Um, is nothing sacred is my, my question. This is a country that is in chaos right now. And no one knows what is going to happen. This is unfolding right in front of our very eyes. We are getting these pictures in live. You are seeing them for the first time as I am seeing them for the first time. And so I am walking you through this as I am seeing it. So... Um, this is a very unusual and unprecedented time for our country. As I came on the air tonight with, with you at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, as I said to you, there are 40 million Americans tonight who are out of work. There are more than 100,000 Americans who have lost their lives to COVID-19. That's there are a lie. people who are upset about the death millions of Americans and people around the world about the, seeing the death of a man uh, at the hands of a police officer uh, on videotape. And we don't know what's happening in this country right now. Perhaps this is uh, some sort of mechanism for a restructure in our country or for some sort of change in our country for us to deal with whatever we need to deal with in this country. As we look at pictures on the right of burning and pictures on the left of looting uh, in Los Angeles. Mechanism of change. Don Lemon has to be one of the most retarded people on TV or whoever, who, of all time on TV. Um, mechanism of change. What are you replacing? This is the problem with progressivism. You want to take everything down, all the monuments, all the history, everything. You want to burn it to the ground. You're like literally doing it, and you're on TV saying that maybe this is a good thing. Maybe it's a mechanism for change. Replace it with what? What are you going to replace it with? I never hear a better idea than what we've had before, the way we used to live, the way we used to protect our country, our borders, the way we were civil with each other. Uh, I'm all for ending Jim Crow. That was a good thing. But ever since then, it's almost like we've devolved into something worse than before. The black communities have gotten weaker. Uh, Black uh, family marriage rates or whatever has plummeted. Um, And uh, jail and all that, everyone in prison has skyrocketed. So replace, 
like, what do you want to replace it with? So you think that writing is a good thing because it might be a mechanism of change. All right. So we're signaling that writing is okay because we can change, get change for that. What are we changing it with? What are we replacing it with? That's my question. And, and for now, uh, I, I have an interview with John McAfee tomorrow. I might go live stream later if there's any problems in my area. And uh, I want to leave you with words of wisdom from President Obama about rioting. And with that, that is wrong opinion. I'm Josh Lakash. Here's Obama on riots. I love you. Bye. There's no excuse for the kind of violence that we saw yesterday. Um, it is counterproductive. Uh, when individuals get crowbars and start prying open doors to loot, uh, they're not protesting. They're not making a statement. They're stealing. That is not a protest. That is not a statement. It's people, a handful of people taking advantage of a situation for their own purposes, and uh, they need to be treated as criminals.